Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, February 11th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Democrats' woes when it comes to inflation. Number two, what's on former President Barack Obama's mind? And number three, we've got a sneak peek at NBC's Lester Holt's interview with President Joe Biden. All right, let's get into it this Friday morning. TGIF, everyone, we made it through another week. Uh, Let's get to the number one story of the morning that's leading Punchbowl News AM. We are calling it Democrats' message mess. And first and foremost, it's all about inflation. The Labor Department delivered another inflation stunner Thursday. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that the consumer price index rose 0.6% in January and a shocking 7.5% during the last year. Overall, prices are surging at the fastest rate in 40 years. And that is bad news for President Joe Biden and certainly for his counterparts in the Senate. Senate Democrats are very concerned about this issue, that it is going to be a massive issue in November during the midterms, and one that could potentially define who wins the November midterm elections. Republicans are so convinced uh, that this is going to be the issue for them in the coming months. They're convinced that the spike in consumer prices is the single most important dynamic right now. You can't overstate that. They're also convinced that Democrats don't have a real plan to address it. Hence, Democrats' message mess. We caught up briefly with Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell yesterday, and he said, quote, it's the biggest issue in the country, and I think their biggest liability going into the fall. Of course, another issue with this is the fact that the American people are sour on the state of the economy. In poll after poll after poll, it really does show that rising inflation is driving that pessimism. So what would we do? We do what we always do. We talk to the members themselves, try to get a sense of what they think is going to happen. We spoke to more than a dozen Senate Democrats this week, including their most vulnerable 2022 incumbents, about how Congress should respond to the inflation crisis. What's most surprising to us is their responses were kind of all over the place. There was not a unified message here. Compare that to the GOP message, accurate or not, the government is causing inflation by spending too much money which is easily understood and digested. So here's some of the proposals that Democrats floated when it comes to how to deal with inflation. One, they should pass the Build Back Better Act. Not possible right now. Enact the expanded child tax credit, cut prescription drug prices, beef up the supply chain and slash shipping costs, somehow rein in corporate profits, suspend the federal gas tax, grow more food, or even push through immigration reform. Man, that is a litany of things uh, when it comes to possible ways to deal with inflation and basically the menu of Democratic priorities. Democrats seem to lack ideas that can be quickly put into action or will have an immediate impact on inflationary pressures, as far as we can tell. Democrats did note repeatedly that the underlying U.S. economy is strong. The GDP grew at its fastest rate since the 1980s. More than 6 million jobs were created during the last year, thanks in large part to the Democratic passed $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan. And unemployment is low. Home prices and the stock market remain strong, although the Federal Reserve is going to start raising interest rates soon to tackle inflation, which will have an enormous impact on both. 
we often say it here on this podcast, but as politicians, you kind of meet the moment you're at. A week ago, things looked pretty good for Joe Biden. He had a great jobs report. Things were going pretty well. But now you have this inflation report and all of a sudden you have kind of Dems trying to figure out what their kind of solid messaging is going to be here because it's going to be something that certainly Republicans are going to be attacking them on day in and day out between now and November. So the real question is, where is Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and the rest of the Democratic leadership? It's an unenviable job here. The problem is steep. The solutions are complex and difficult to pull off. And their margins are tight with an election coming up. So this is certainly going to be something we watch very closely uh, over the next several months. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning. What former President Barack Obama told House Democrats? 44 gave Democrats a dose of political medicine. It was a message probably that only the former president could successfully deliver. Enough with a bellyaching. The 44th president Zoomed with House Democrats Thursday afternoon as part of their messaging retreat and implored them to, quote unquote, take the wins you can get and told them that it, quote, doesn't help to whine about the stuff you can't change. It's very interesting. His message was very on topic from another Democrat that we hear and we speak to often, chiefly Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who has not so subtly urged President Joe Biden to brag more about his victories. Obama is no newbie when it comes to this. He's got some experience in this realm, and he talked about that. The former president reminded House Democrats that he had fought for the public option to be included in the 2010 Affordable Care Act, but dropped it when it became abundantly clear that it wouldn't pass. Legislating, Obama said, is like a relay. In other words, one Congress builds on what the previous Congress did. This is especially timely given the current legislative outlook in the House and Senate. Democrats passed the American Rescue Plan and the bipartisan infrastructure package last year. But of course, they've struggled to rally around the Build Back Better Act. Some Democrats have been urging their leadership to try to cobble together a legislative package with the proverbial, quote unquote, low hanging fruit provisions. Someone like Senator Joe Manchin, the Democrat from West Virginia, might already agree upon and pass that so they have something to brag about in November. This type of realism was a hallmark of Obama's presidency. But that presidency ended five years ago, and politics has changed a good deal since then. We'll have to see if Democrats heed his advice. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. We've got a sneak peek. What you need to know from Lester Holt's interview with President Joe Biden. One of the lasting traditions in American politics is the network broadcast that gets the Super Bowl, gets a presidential interview that airs in the week leading up to the big game and during the pregame of the football championship. NBC is the uh, network this year, so NBC's Lester Holt traveled to Culpeper, Virginia to interview President Joe Biden Thursday. Part of that aired on NBC News last night. And here's a couple of nuggets that we found interesting. Biden on states lifting mask mandates. Obviously, we've seen a slew of Democratic governors change course here in the last couple of days, lifting their mask mandates. Here's what Biden had to say. He said, quote, I've committed that I would follow the science. The science is put forward by the CDC and the federal people. And I think it's probably premature, but it's, you know, it's a tough call. He also talked about whether there was any scenario in which he would send U.S. troops into Ukraine to rescue Americans. 
it was a pretty pessimistic view of that. There's not, that's a world war. When Americans and Russians start shooting at one another, we are in a very different world than we've ever been in. American citizens should leave, should leave now. We're dealing with one of the largest armies in the world. It's a very different situation and things could go crazy quickly. He also talked about a potential SCOTUS nominee, talking about whoever he's going to potentially pick, that they would get a vote from the Republican side. And the reason why, he's not looking to make an ideological choice here. He said he's looking to replace Judge Breyer with the same kind of capacity Judge Breyer had with an open mind who understands the Constitution, interprets it in a way that is consistent with the mainstream interpretation of the Constitution. By the way, Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee met with Biden yesterday, except for Senator Dianne Feinstein, the Democrat from California. Senator Chris Coons, the Democrat from Delaware, said they talked about Biden picking someone in the model of Justice Breyer. Uh, It will be very interesting to see exactly who that ends up being. All right. Thank you so much for listening today and this entire week. We appreciate it. Please spread the word about The Daily Punch. It's the best way for new folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.